get inspired. You can't work if you're not inspired. If you're not in the mood and and you're not going into a space that you enjoy, it's really hard to be productive. So my suggestion would be to fill your workspace with items that you love. Welcome to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. Today on the show, we are chatting about how to spruce up your work from home space to increase your joy and most importantly, your productivity. Welcome back to Sup Babe, ladies. So good to be with you. In honor of Women's History Month, which I've just shortened to Women's Month, might as well just own it. We are collaborating with our favorite candle company and her girlfriends, Dorothy B & Co. again. If you're looking for a way to get in on the celebration, let me just tell you, the Girl Boss Collection is perfection. Buying one of these candles, adding it to your desk, to your nightstand, to your kitchen will just spark a little extra bit of joy in your home and... I don't know, maybe motivate you to let your inner bad girl out today. You can choose from candles like Girl Power, Gold Digger, Feminist AF, one of my personal faves, or our collaboration candle, I'm a Fucking Queen, is still selling. So get that before it sells out if you want one of them. We are so glad you guys love them, but I also just want to share a few of the other amazing candles that you may not know about because we haven't talked about them much, but they have a lavish collection on their website with sleek, modern, gold designs and their signature collection, which will add a pop of color to any room. My favorite scents are citrus and coconut cream, green tea, you can now drink it and smell it, gardenia, honeysuckle jasmine, sea salt and orchid, Caribbean teak wood, because who isn't ready for the beach, and more. Basically, all of them smell absolutely amazing. And when you light a candle while you're working, it just has the ability to change the entire atmosphere. Like it, it really changes the vibe instead of being like you're busting your ass to being like, I'm going to treat myself with this little piece of luxury. So get in there while you can check out Dorothy B and co at www.dorothybco.com. So It's been a year, officially, like cannot fucking believe it, a year that we have been living this weird ass life in lockdown, half lockdown, whatever type of lockdown you're living in, in a quote unquote pandemic, which most of us had never heard of before this happened. We survived though, and we're infinitely more strong than we ever thought we would be. 
I'm still not wearing real pants yet, but I do feel like I'm about to come out the other side. I just saw that today. If you're under 60 years old in New York, you are now approved for a vaccine. Hence why I am moving to a different state because it's going to take them way too long to get everybody vaccinated. But more on that another time. Today, we made a little thing for you on working from home because... You've been working from home for a year, and quite frankly, you're probably going to be working from home for a lot longer. It's funny, I was I was researching how many people are actually working from home right now, and what you'll find in a recent Gallup study is that people indicated they actually prefer working from home, and their optimal balance would be three to four days a week, and then like one to two days in the office. I feel like... That way you only have to see the coworkers you hate at the water cooler like once a week. Makes it a little more bearable. You can live with that. But yeah, it's it's interesting. Like we've really settled into this new lifestyle, this lifestyle that we didn't know anything about only 12 months ago. And so we were thinking since our first episode about working from home, more in relation to your posture and how to set up your desk to be ergonomic, that it was time for another work from home spruce up where we helped you figure out how to use this space to spark more joy and productivity. So today we are going to chat with an expert about improving and optimizing our work from home lives via our work from home space. Maria Dakotas is the owner and lead designer of her own residential design firm based in Vancouver. She focuses on making homes feel luxurious while catering to the functionality required for an individual's true lifestyle. She has formal training in both interior design and fashion, so you know we stand her, and her goal is to create beautiful interiors that make her clients' hearts sing. She classifies her style as livable luxury with a focus on well-being, which is exactly why we are chatting with her here today. Welcome to Sup Babe, Maria. Sup Babe. Hi, Sup Babe. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to have you. I have been stalking you on Instagram. You have amazing tastes and you're super incredible at what you do. And so we're so excited to pick your brain today. Thank you. Well, I'm excited. This is my very first podcast and I'm excited that it's with you. Oh, well, I'm excited to be your first time. I don't know if I've ever been anybody's first time at anything. No, I'm just kidding. I've been a few people's first time. We know that for a fact. Um, The best part about looking at you right now, and I know you guys are listening, you can't see this, but Maria and I also have a video feed as well. Literally, your background looks so perfect. It looks like you put in like a fake Zoom background, but it's just like your office. Well, thank you. That makes me feel good. But I'm hiding the mess on the table behind me of a work <laughs> in progress. Well, it's it, it's a mess, but it's like it's an organized mess. And that's just, yeah. So at least the background looks neat. As long as it's organized, it's okay, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. is that like what the what the key, what the key is? If you're gonna be messy, just make it organized. Yeah. So, well, especially when I'm designing a room, there's just mm-hmm. a ton of samples, and then slowly I start to take things out, and then and then it becomes very very neat. But so the the starting point it gets it can get a little bit uh, a little messy. 
And that's like when you're in the creative, the most creative part of the project. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And behind you too, I'm looking at like tons of storage. Are you like a big on like hide your mess type situation person? Cause that's so me. Like I want bins. I want cute little knickknacks and crannies so I can like junk things up and keep the things I want to keep, but I just don't want to look at it. Absolutely. It is so important no matter what room, but especially in an office storage is so important. It's like the first thing I tell clients, I'm like, you don't have enough storage in your house. If you don't have storage, you're going to constantly look at clutter and clutter doesn't feel good. Like clutter in the home, I find like creates clutter in your head. Like it's just so true. You just feel constantly uneasy. I find. It's so, so, so true. But I will say this, you do get a little bit used to it when you live in New York City for a decade. Because you're like, if an apartment is 500 square feet and there's only two closets and one of them is for shoes, I mean, (laughs) it's like, you know, game over by the time you walk in the door, right? Well, yeah, yeah. You may have to decrease the shoe the shoe collection a bit. (laughs) I don't think I could survive New York apartments, to be honest with you. And so you're based in Vancouver, right? Yes. Yeah. Vancouver, Canada. Tell us a little about what's going on there. What's the pandemic like there? Give us a skinny. What's the update? Yeah, I'll be honest. I try not to stay uh, too informed because I found at one point all I was doing was consuming news and it can get a little bit depressing. But I mean, I think by the end of summer, we should all be vaccinated and we'll have somewhat of a normal life again. It hasn't been too, too bad. We're not locked down. We can still go out. I wear masks all the time. Um, So it's not too bad, but, you know, weekends are spent at home. We don't, you know, we don't socialize with anyone unless we're doing Zoom calls or work stuff. But I mean, I try to always look at the positive side of things and, you know, what good has come from the pandemic instead of focusing on the negative, because otherwise it just, it drags you down. For sure. I totally agree with that. I always say like, I remind myself every morning positivity always wins because it's like, I mean, you can wake up on the wrong side of the bed or you can wake up on the right side of the bed and all the things that happen in your day based on your mindset in the morning, you'll determine, you'll, you'll find meaning in the things, right? So it's either like, wow, this is amazing. Or like, you'll find those little things to be annoyed about all day long. And because of that, because you're in that frame of mind, you'll miss all the beautiful things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I love that. So you have been at home with all of your family members. You're a wife and a mother to three young boys. God bless you, by the way. Yes, thank you. (laughs) So tell us, it has some moments. What what has it been like? What has it been like working from home in the pandemic this past year? Have how have you been staying sane? Like you look like you have it all together. So what is the secret sauce? Enlighten us. Well, thank you, by the way. So I'm used to working from home. What I'm not used to is working from home and also schooling my children. Mm-hmm. Luckily, now they are, they're back at school. But I guess it would have been last March when it all kind of everything shut down. It was challenging to, to get my work done, but then also be a teacher and make sure that they were getting their work done. I found what helped was I created routine with them. Uh, They had to be at the dining room table by 10 o'clock and we had everything laid out neatly. Everyone had their little station. Um, And so I was doing my work while they were doing theirs. And then, you know, they'd ask me for help. So I think it was about creating that routine, having a spot for everything and just, just kind of getting into that mindset that, and just making the best of it. Like we were trying to stay positive 
with all of it. And then I would reward them with, you know, video games or, okay, you can get a half an hour of TV. So it was definitely challenging, but I think the secret sauce too is just, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like you don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Like there were times they didn't get all their work done and I wasn't going to stress about that. I thought, you know what, we're doing our best and that's, and that's all we can do. So I think, yeah, I think just don't put pressure on yourself that it has to be a certain way. Was there ever a chance that you let any of them into this luxurious office of yours? Or were you like, absolutely not. This is my sanctuary. Nobody is coming in here. Like this is for me. Yeah, no, we stuck at home. They, we did not come in here. This was my space. So it was just easier for us to spread out. I had a big dining room table. We never came in here. We, we stuck at home. And then the food was close by too. Okay, so you're at your office office right now, not your work from home office. Right, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. So you talked a little bit in some of the articles I read that you have been interviewed in about livable luxury. And I'm so intrigued by that because I think I know what it means. And I think that's like right up my alley. But could you tell us a little bit more about what that means and like what some tangible examples are? Yeah. I, well, I find often, especially people with children, they, they always say, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get the furniture. I'll invest in the furniture when my kids are grown up or, um, you know, I'm not going to worry about my space right now. I'll do that when they're older. And my thing about livable luxury is we can create beautiful spaces that we can live in. Like, you know, or even as adults, you can have a glass of wine on your sofa and yet still have a beautiful sofa. It's all about the fabrics that you choose and the materials that you yeah. use. And I think I think that's what I, really what I mean by livable luxury or even, you know, having that storage that you can hide things away so that your home is not feeling disorganized and it feels like it's luxurious, but really behind closed doors, you've got a pantry full of food or you have a, you know, everyone has the junk drawer where they put all yeah. their, their stuff in. Right. So I think it's just understanding that it doesn't matter what stage of life we're in, whether we have kids, we don't have kids we can achieve that by just selecting the right, the right materials and the right layout and in, in design. I am somebody who will never, ever, ever again, have a white carpet. I thought that would be cute. I had this really, really nice, beautiful carpet. I bought that was like what it reminds me of what you're talking about. Cause it was cowhide, but it was zebra print with gold inlaid in it. It was so okay. beautiful. It was a splurge. What a disaster keeping that rug clean. I mean, God forbid, I don't even really drink red wine, but you have people over. Yeah. Even Rosé yeah. makes a dent on it. You, I have a dog. I adopted a dog right after that. And I was like, wish I hadn't bought any carpet. I should have bought these carpets at Target. Like, I don't know, yeah. you know what I was thinking. Yeah. And well, and you, you need to understand how you live too. And once you understand how you live, then you know where you can put those, like those splurges or those, those special moments you know, maybe instead of an area rug, it's a luxurious wallpaper that nobody's going to touch and no wine is going to hit. Right. So I think once you understand how you live and how you want to use your space, then you can, you can design according to that. That's really cool. That makes sense. So what I wanted to get into today is, you know, we're here to talk about work from home, right? You know, people have been at home for a year. I think there's a good likelihood that we're going to be home for much longer, right? So I think now is a great time for people to check in, reassess what's working in their space, what's not working. Do they need to move to this nook over there? Do they need to buy a bigger desk? Do they need, you know, a more ergonomic chair? Do they need more storage, right? 
right? Or, you know, maybe they just need some candles and some photos of family. You know, maybe they just need to luxe it up a little. So I think that's what I really want to get into here with you today. First and foremost, I'm just curious, what's your opinion? Do you think work from home is here to stay? Do you think this is going to be, you know, something that is a part of your business, building out these work from home spaces too for the long run? Yeah, I don't think it will ever go away. I don't think it'll be 100% once the pandemic is over, but, you know, I feel it's going to be 50-50. I feel like we, we're humans. We still need that social connection. So I think it's really, really important to still go into an office and see people and have conversation, but then also half the time being able to work from home and having that flexibility. So, you know, if you're working, instead of starting at seven in the morning, maybe you start at 10, but then you go a little bit later in your day. So having that flexibility part-time, you know, you know, you also get to avoid traffic and, you know, there's, there's benefits to it, but I don't think that the full time working from home is, is good for us as, as you know, we're all social. We all need to be around people. So some type of a hybrid is what your, what your guess would be, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's funny that you say that. I decided I would Google around for some stats like the true nerd that I am. And apparently that is what everybody wants, a hybrid. They want to be from home. They want to work from home for three to four days a week, which means obviously they still need their work from home vibe to be on point. But they want to go into the office and see crazy Karen and the rest of their colleagues like one to two days a week. Right. Like they can can handle everybody for like 48 hours. That's about it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think it's the best of both worlds, honestly. Me too. I I haven't really worked in an office in like, I mean, like eight years or something like that because I have worked for myself for a long time, but I did have more engagements outside of the house than I do currently, you know, because there's really not a whole lot to do in the entertainment business outside of the house right now. Okay. Right. So we think the trend is here to stay. I do. Which makes your advice even that much more important. So let's get right into it. What are your top tips for sprucing up your work from home space. Okay. Well, my first tip would be incorporate natural light. You know, vitamin D and vitamin B, they're all good for boosting our immune systems, but also helping our mood. If at all possible, you know, I wouldn't put yourself in a corner that it's complete darkness. You want to be able to look out into the world. So if you can even position your desk where maybe you're looking at, like currently I'm looking out at some windows and it's just, you know, when you lift your head up and the sun is shining, it's just, it's a boost to your day. So if you can incorporate natural light in your space, awesome. So that would be my first tip. I love that. I I love working in front of a window. I think it really does. Like, you know, those few moments where you space out, I feel like when you, when you are in front of a window, you look outside, you people watch, or you stare at a beautiful tree with a, a cute little bird. I don't know wherever you're living, but whatever. So, but when you, when you don't, you look at, you scroll yeah. Instagram when you have dead time, you know what I mean? You don't do something relaxing. Yeah. No, it's so true. And I can even see, like, I can see mountains from my window and it, I see the snow on top of them. Like, it's just, it's beautiful and it's, it's inspiring. Yeah. Nature's inspiring. So definitely that's a top tip. But now, For I sure. mean, I understand not everyone can do that, but if you can, that's certainly one of my top tips. The other thing would be just get creative. So if you don't have a big space to work with, get creative with where you put it. You know, maybe you put a desk in your bedroom, maybe you have space there or Is there a closet that you're not utilizing that maybe you could add some built-ins there and create like a built-in desk? So just get creative with your space on where you're going to put your desk. So that would be my second tip. So get creative. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we're, we don't all have 
big homes. Well, and I guess, especially in New York, right. the homes are, you're, you're living in an apartment, right? You're and living in a shoebox. I don't even know if you can call something in a shoebox. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have to get creative with where you're going to put your desk. So just think outside the box. It doesn't always have to be us like a room. Yeah, I think what's fun too sometimes like I'll I'll build out like a couple of different workspaces, you know, so like I'll have like my main one, but then there's like a place or two like in the kitchen that I really like working and I might put like a candle there or I don't know, just some like extra chargers there so I can kind of like keep myself engaged by giving myself that environment change, if that makes sense. I don't know if you do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Some and sometimes we need the environment change to get re-inspired. Yep. Exactly. Especially for a long day. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. My third tip, which I think is extremely important is reorganize and be organized. So if you want to be productive, you don't want to disorganize space that. And I think I said in the beginning, like a chaotic environment, it just, it decreases our ability to concentrate and then organizing your desk. It also saves time when you're looking for something. Like if you're looking for paperwork, like a specific item, you're not going through all the clutter to try to find it. So take a little bit of time and it does take a while to organize everything. And maybe you need to get, like you were saying before, the storage boxes and label Mm -hmm. them. And just being very organized is going to help you stay productive because when you look at a mess, it's hard to concentrate on, on the work that you're trying to do. For sure. Or just like if it takes you 20 minutes to find a pair of scissors to open a package so you can then respond to an email or something. I mean, just like I would go down this loop of frustration and probably just give up and do something else. Oh, absolutely. And label things like label where things are going and that will help you stay on track. And don't just say, I'll do it later. Like do it right away. You've got something to put away. Just do it right away because you'll never get to it. And then all of a sudden you have clutter everywhere. Yeah, that's funny. My dad used to always do that. Like he would teach me how to cook when I was younger. And he always taught me like you put things away after you use them, like as soon as they're clean or if it doesn't need to be cleaned, then you put it right back. And then that way you always know where everything is. And I was like, well, why did my mother never teach me yeah. this? This is, I mean, just kidding, yeah. mom. I know she gets, she gets a little upset about the crazy <laughs> shit I say on the show, but you know, it's like, it's such a good tool to be able to know where everything yeah. is instantaneously. Yeah. And it's simple. Like it's a simple thing to do. So just remember to do that and, and stay organized. So that's tip number three. The fourth tip I'd say would be using layers to create warmth. For example, I mean, we don't want our spaces to look commercial. It's, it's, they're not commercial spaces. It's a home office. Add area rugs or drapes to your windows, and that's going to add a lot of warmth to the space and make it feel like a more inviting atmosphere. So just don't treat it like it's a commercial space because it's not. It is a home office. So you want to add uh, add that warmth. So it can be more fun, less sterile, more creative. Like when you say layers, I think like obviously something animal print draped over my chair, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that inspires you, totally. And actually I just noticed we're both wearing animal print today. Leopard. Wait, is your, what is, which one is that? It's cream. Mine is like. It's like a cream and black. Okay. I would think. I know, but we're leopard. both wearing leopard. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I there you that. go. If that inspires you, totally. You should have that draped over your chair. I'm guesting on someone else's show later. And she was like, you need to wear something neutral. And I was like, leopards are neutral, right? <laughs> yes. In my world, it is. <laughs> Even in the interior design world, is it becoming a neutral? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I love to use it. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And then kind of going into the organized, like tying in with the whole being organized would be to hide cluttered paperwork. So at the end of the day, when you're done all your work, have a space where you can add your paperwork because 
if you have it laying out, you're constantly going to think about work. So you, you want to almost create a, an end of day routine. So out of sight, out of mind, grab your paperwork, grab whatever's on your desk and put it away so that you can like stop working for the night and then recharge for the next day. I love that. I also sometimes put away my computer so I don't have to see that if I'm using the same space for more of a casual setting afterward. Like, because you're right, looking, just looking at those items reminds you of unfinished work. They remind you of your to-do list that you may or may not have crushed. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, exactly. And and if you're reminded of that, you're never going to be able to just sit and relax and unwind. Right. And if you don't shut down, then, you know, that shit will all catch up with you very soon. Trust me. I would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So number yeah. five is hide clutter, put away papers, create an end of day routine. Yeah. What else you got for us? So the next one's a big one. Get inspired. You can't work if you're not inspired. If you're not in the mood and, and you're not going into a space that you enjoy, it's really hard to be productive. So my suggestion would be to fill your workspace with items that you love, whether they're little accessories or trinkets, maybe they're photographs, maybe places you traveled to because we can't travel right now, or even something as simple. Like, and I think you mentioned it before, like lighting a candle. It's so important. Like that can just, lighting a candle can totally transform the atmosphere of a, of a space and can get you inspired. So number six would be add items to your desk area or your office space that make you inspired or get you inspired to do your best work. I love that. And you know, what's so funny. So I, I actually do this. I light a candle almost every day while I'm working and it's probably Dorothy B and co, but it's because just that little act that 10 seconds that I take to light that candle while I can smell that, you know, the aromatherapy, you know, it looks pretty when you look at it for a split second it makes me feel like I'm in a more luxurious environment, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, I feel the same way. I keep like a bunch of different ones on my desk and they're all like, I don't, they're all, so I'm going to show you because I think you'll think they're funny. They're like motivating. Oh, I love this it. This one says, note to self, don't forget to keep being you. Oh, I love um, that. This one says, exhale the bullshit. Oh my gosh. And See, my, my coffee mugs give me inspirational quotes, oh, yeah. but I love that this one, on the this candle. This one says feminist AF. <laughs> okay, I'm going to need to get some of those candles. I will drop you a link. In fact, we'll drop a link for all of you guys in the show notes. And we'll drop the other yeah. episode about work from home posture because I know people will be pining for that. Maria, before you got on, I was I was just reminiscing about how we did this work from home posture episode in the beginning of the whole work from home era. And it was really popular. <laughs> I think everybody was like having back pain. Oh, probably. Oh, I know. When I'm at the yeah. computer all day. Yeah, for sure. Well, that and that's where... A, a really good chair, like invest in a good chair that you're going to be sitting in for sure. Yeah. All day. Yeah, for sure. So number six is get inspired, have unique items, luxurious items in your workspace that make you feel more motivated. Is there anything else on the list you want to add? Yeah, I've got one more. Okay. And I think like, this is just, it's perfect. Now that we're doing all of these zoom calls, add a fun wallpaper to your space. Even if it's just a wall, like a back, like the wall behind where you do your Zoom calls, how cool would that be? You know, jumping onto a Zoom call instead of doing those the fake backgrounds where you kind of yeah. look like you're in space, is to add a wallpaper behind, and you can get something that that inspires you, that adds your personality to the space, 
And then it'll add a ton of interest as a backdrop to your Zoom calls. I love that idea. I never, I don't want to call myself lazy because I'm not lazy in a lot of ways, but I have never been one to like add wallpaper to an apartment. But then when I see it in other people's apartment, I'm like, wow, that adds so much personality to what would look like more of a, I don't know, a personality rental or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, it elevates a blank wall. For sure. I love that. And where can you, like, is there somewhere for our listeners where you would recommend they look if they're just buying like, you know, a pre-made piece of wallpaper that's like easier to put up? I know some of that stuff exists, but I don't know if you have a tip on like where to look for that. There's uh, Urban Walls and that's local believe to Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And they even have like the decals that you can just, they're not, they're, they're temp, they're temporary. They're not permanent. So especially if you're in a rental unit and you can't put up wallpaper and I believe they might even have like, like the wallpaper that you can kind of stick and apply, take a look at uh, urban walls website and see, they might have something that could work. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause that was my whole thing too. Like, I don't want to have to deal with taking this off. It's going to cost me more to like, then have the super calm and repaint and all that jazz. So I would just like put a gray, a nice light gray. I always do like a nice light gray on my walls. Cause it feels very soothing. It feels very like spa like and relaxing. And then I would call it a day and spruce up in other ways. But I love the idea of having that behind you on a zoom call. Those are really great tips. So you gave us seven. I'm going to reiterate them just for anybody who wants to hear them one more time and just correct me if I'm wrong. So number one is incorporate natural light in your space. Number two is try new positions for your desk and get creative with what you choose as your work from home space. Number three is reorganize and be organized and label, etc. Um, number four is use layers to create warmth. This could be a throw. This could be drapes, etc. Hide clutter because a cluttered space is a cluttered mind. Create an end of day routine, etc. And then six is get inspired with luxurious and unique items. And then seven is add a fun splash of wallpaper to your space. Yeah, you got it. Awesome. I love that. So what would you say your most useful mindset or habit that helps you feel successful and empowered throughout your day is it could be something that, you know, we've sort of touched on in this conversation. It could be, you know, about setting up your office or it could even be something totally separate that you do in your morning routine or something, you know, a supplement you take, whatever it is. We want to know your secret. Yeah, there's a couple of things. So one thing we touched on before is the positivity and gratefulness. Mm -hmm. So I like to always, you know, whatever the situation is, I always like to say, okay, what am I grateful for with this situation? Even if it's an outcome I didn't really want. And sometimes it's not that easy, but it's really important to say, okay, what is the good that came out of this? And I find that that really, really helps with my mindset and just makes me look at things in a more positive way. And then the other thing that I find really helps is honestly getting ready for the day. Like at the beginning of the pandemic, I was in sweats, tied my hair up, no makeup. And at first it was great. It's like, oh, so relaxing, so easy. And then I realized I was getting into like this, this slump. Like I just, I wasn't feeling inspired. I wasn't feeling good about myself. And then once I started getting ready for the day, like even if it was for Zoom calls and I wasn't going anywhere, my mood completely changed. My mindset changed. Something as simple as like red lipstick. Like I was missing my lipsticks and just little things and whatever it takes for you to feel inspired and to feel like you're, you know, you feel better about yourself. I think that that's really important. So for me, it was 
you know what? Getting dressed up, getting my lipstick on, doing my hair, getting my makeup on. That's really, really helped me. That's funny. I actually like to sit at my desk in shoes that match my outfit. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not wearing like stiletto Manolos or anything like that, but I like to have like the full outfit together. It might include sweatpants, not going to lie, but sweatpants are just like now a start of part of my normal outfit wardrobe. But I I like to have a shoe in there because I'm just like, okay, this makes me feel like I'm complete. And then when I'm working for whatever reason, it just like reminds me to keep my feet on the ground and like sit up straight. And it makes me feel like you got to be on point. I don't know if that's like a weird thing. Yeah. Well, and it feels like you've gone out because you have your shoes on. Right. Yeah. I mean, usually I walked my dog or something like that, but <laughs> awesome. I love that. So Maria, this has been really, really lovely. Thank you so much for all the amazing advice. Why don't you just take a second to let all of our ladies know where they can find you, where they can connect with you, where they can hire you if they need some inspiration in their own homes. Give us all the deets. Yeah, that would be awesome. We have Canada listeners. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And thank you for having me before I forget. Thank you so You're much so for welcome. having me on my first podcast. You were an awesome, awesome host. Aww. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at uh, maria.dakotis and that's Dakotis with two eyes. Um, I know there's, there's a Maria Dakotis out there with one eye, but I'm the one with two eyes <laughs> and you can find me on my website. It's mariadakotis.com. Perfect. I love that you were a great guest. So I'm so glad I got to be your first time. Thank you so much. much. All right, ladies, if you loved what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe and hit five stars. We would be oh so grateful if you left us just a little short review. You can add us on Instagram at Nicole Rose Stillings and at Sup Babe Pod. And we hope we brightened your day. But that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in on Mondays in the mornings to Sup Babe your one-stop shop for living your best life.